Welcome. I am a small, fuzzy, middle-aged woman, unexpectedly named Turl Kronberg. And in the very front of my brain, I have an exceptional little bit that I call the wise turtle. She is the most thoughtful, observant, and compassionate part of me. And this podcast is her platform for speaking to the world. Her aim is to try to understand the patterns of growth in the universe and use those discoveries to help us all uncover the most important, inspiring story of who we are and where we want to go as Earthlings. I hope that you enjoy her musings. Namaste. basically losing yourself. It's a loss of yourself. But what does that mean? What does it mean to be lost or to have a loss of the self? Well, it's basically a disconnection, a sense of not being related to the things around us. We don't understand what they are. We might even know ourselves really well, yet if we're in a place around individuals and other things that we don't recognize or are confusing and seem to behave in ways that we don't expect them to, at least in general, then we feel a sense of disconnection, feel a sense of loss. And so even if we interior-wise are feeling confident in understanding ourselves, perhaps we're in a location where we don't understand the rest of the world. You've probably had a dream, just like I've had a dream, many dreams, where you're pretty sure where you are, and then you turn around a corner, and it's totally different, totally unexpected. And you suddenly feel this disconnection, a sense of loss. You might know who you are, but you don't know where you are. So how do we find ourselves when we feel lost, this loss of self? Well, what do we start looking for when we are lost? What's the first thing we look for? Signs. I've been playing a game called GeoGuessr, which is not so much a competitive game, although you can take it that direction, but you don't have to. It's basically uh, a way to randomize uh, your location on the planet. Um, and they use Google Maps and Google uh, Street View specifically. So you... Um... <laughs> My phone just... <laughs> thought I wanted to open Google Street View. It thought I was asking it. 
<laughs> Thank you for trying to be helpful, Thong. Um, so it's, it's a way of uh, randomizing your location. And it plops you down in some place within the street view, um, anywhere on the planet that has street view, which is quite a lot of places. Um, more than, certainly more than half the countries, uh, maybe like 75% of the countries. Um, most of Russia is not in there. Most of China is not in there. So there's a lot of places, physical places on the planet that are not in the maps. But um, you do sometimes get um, panorama views or even single image views. Um, so you can sometimes get into those locations. I've been in China, dropped into China once or twice now. Um, I've been playing this for maybe a month and a half now, and I really enjoy it. Because um, it's just leisurely. You can you can sort of use this however you like to use it. You, you do get points. Um, you can compete in competitions. You can you can go for for um, sort of compete against yourself, your past performance. You can try to get streaks of how many countries you can get in a row and so, so on and so forth. But anyway, the, the idea is that you get put down in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of someplace you have no idea where it is, probably. Um, although it could be, you know, down the street from you. Um, but the first thing you look for, you start to look for, are signs. And I mean both the metaphorical sort of, you know, symbolism kinds of signs, identity sort of things, and, and you know, written signs. Um, I've started watching videos and TV shows, um, and I obsessively look for street signs and, and uh, um, advertising signs that might have the name of the location on them because I've been playing this so much and it's a lot of fun and you learn a little bit of about languages and a little bit about style of of what things look like and you certainly learn a little bit of geography um, or, or not geography but the, the the actual layout of the land the you know the um, the sort of ways that rocks and mountains and trees and valleys and things look um, and the soil color and all of this stuff um, but anyway it's, it's, it's been really fun and I very much enjoyed it however uh, now I am really obsessed with signs and seeing these things everything from sort of monument kinds of signs you know you look for the signs of of like specific mountains like you know the Alps or um, recently I saw someone in uh, Yosemite and there's a thing called Half Dome and some people recognized it immediately and some people had no idea, like me. I, I think I'd heard the term once, um, but had no idea what it looked like or anything from a distance. Um, so you look for these, these signs that are either visual clues or they're literal written words. And that's how you find where you are. The more you wander around, the more you see these signs that are unique identifiers to a location. Now, they might not be 100% unique. For example, there are multiple, say, Bostons in the world. There are multiple Portlands in the world. Uh, there are even multiple, you know, Chinas in the world. I lived next to China when I lived in Palermo, Maine. <laughs> Across the street was the town of China. Um, so they might not be 100% unique, but when you put the signs together, um, you know, so a sign for China and a sign for Palermo right next to each other, you'd know that it's in Maine and not in, you know, you're not somewhere halfway between Italy and the country of China. Um, 
so yes, so you look for these unique sets of identifiers that help you figure out where you are in relation to other things. And the more you know what's around you, the more you know where you are, right? If I know that I'm in Belfast, Maine right now, um, then I can figure out where I am relating to other things. And if I know where the sun is, for example, that's another sign. I can see where it is in general. And if it's in the north, then clearly I'm in the southern hemisphere and vice versa. Although they're obviously on the North Pole, um, if you get a little too close, you know, everything will be south from you. <laughs> and the South Pole, same thing. Um, so how can we bring this into our own lives in relation to our personal experiences and our personal relationships with others and society on a more mimetic level? Um, well, the signs that we write and, and share everything from the clothes we wear, whether they have writing on them or not, to, to the um, kinds of transportation we use, um, to the books we read and the, the, the hairstyles we have and the glasses we wear and the shoes and the, and the words we use, obviously, and the songs we sing. All of it comes together in identifying who we are so that others around us can figure out where they are in relation to other things, which the other things are us. Um, so, my signs that I put out there, the more unique and predict and, and descriptive, actually descriptive of me, my signs that I put out there are. For example, if I go out and I'm wearing a shirt that says, I'm an idiot or, you know, something just really silly um, that doesn't reflect who I am, because I, I do think of myself as a, a pretty deep thinker, obviously. Um, you know, that's, that's going to put out a confusing sign that's not going to help people understand who I am. And certainly it's fun to do things like that. You know, I've been looking, I've been looking at putting on a, uh, at, at, to making an Among Us shirt just because I really enjoyed watching people play Among Us. I kind of enjoyed playing it, but if I could play it with a bunch of friends, which I don't have, that would be great. But I, I don't have a group of friends. Um, and I certainly, don't have acquaintances who I enjoy enough who also like the game Among Us to play with them. Um, but the game is absolutely adorable and even though it's supposedly killing and violent, it's it's not because the way you play it is very different. Um, the way you play it, for the most part, is, uh, is enjoyable and fun and collaborative for the most part. Um, but if, I, if I'm going out wearing an Among Us shirt, it's going to be silly and it's not really going to reflect who I am, um, given what it is, but I might wear it anyway. So once in a while, it's fine to put out signals, signs and signals that are, are contrary to your typical internal self-experience. Um, but the more clear we can be about the signs that we put out there, um, the better able others are to know who they are and where they are to, to find themselves and vice versa. So this is the core of my speaking up process, which I'm sure you've heard of if you've been following me at all for a while anywhere. Um, and there obviously will be links 
um, in the uh, blog post of this. If you check out my blog on turl.org, T-U-R-I-L dot O-R-G, um, under signs, there will be references to the speaking up process, which is, it's basically loves, losses, dreams, and needs. Um, and these are the, the four categories, processes of the stages of learning or the stages of grieving um, in order, in a very specific order, which allows you to grow from the past into the future. So that's why my speaking up process um, can really help us because it does give us the signs to locate where we are when we're lost. We're, we're trying to figure out where we belong as individuals. Um, we have a certain purpose in life. We have missions. We have like-minded individuals who we'd like to work with. And when we get together with them, we are productive and creative and, and effective in understanding and researching and testing and doing all of the kinds of things that the world needs to get done on all of the different levels because all of us are unique. So the speaking up process helps us make these signs. And now there's no specific way that you have to put these signs out. But the more you internalize your story, then inside you know who you are, you have found yourself internally, the more you can put that out there wherever it's needed, however it's needed, whether it's from the clothes you wear to the blog posts you make to the uh, videos you watch and the videos you like and the videos you make and the video games you play and so on and so forth and the work you do in general out in life. So that's why I really encourage people to do this. I know it seems a little corny to a lot of people and it seems like it may be super random. Um, you know, it's just another way to tell your story. It's just another four questions. Um, but it's not. It's a very carefully researched uh, process basically that, that works with uh, the algorithms that our brains work with. Um, and these algorithms are the same algorithms that a computer will use to learn something. So when it's programmed correctly, of course. <laughs> um, so it's not arbitrary and it's not just a, a cutesy little way to do things. It's a very well-researched way to um, look at the past, how it's influenced who you are, and how that makes you, motivates you to do something in the future. And then, of course, your needs to do it. Um, you have to <laughs> you have to project where you're going to go before you know what you need, and before you can project where you want to go, you have to know where you've been and how that's affected you, so that you understand your motivations really clearly. So, yes, the loves, losses, dreams, and needs of the speaking up process are the signs that we put out there and we put inside too, but the even more importantly, that we put out there so that others can find themselves in relation to us and know where they are. And that's really important. The more we all know who we are and where we are and how we're relating to the world, the better we can navigate through it. So if we're dumped in the middle of somewhere we don't understand and we feel very lost, if the individuals around us have given us clear signs about 
who they are and what they want, then we can decide where to go from there. Which is, you know, great. (laughs) So I'll leave you with that. That's a little planet Earth navigating around story for you today. And if you do want to play the game GeoGuessr, I, I encourage you to check it out. Um, it's spelled a little funny, the, the E at the end of er, so is missing. So it's GeoGuess and then just the letter R without the E. Um, and there's also a link in my blog post to it. So if you do want to play that, I encourage you, um, you can play it for free. There are some free options. You can sign in and play one game a day. Um, and then do also the challenge, which is a timed competitive challenge. Um, but you can also, you don't have to sign in. You can play sort of a, a limited version of the game, um, I think, as many times as you want um, for free. But it's it's not as robust. I, I don't think it's actually through Google Street View. I think it's through another map system. Um, so it's, it's much more limited. Um, but yeah, if you want to play that, it, it's kind of fun. And it really will show you how important signs are uh, if, you, if you're into that. Um, so anyway, yeah, a little bit of uh, worldly navigation for the Earth Day and my husband's birthday, um, which always makes me happy that they're right next to each other. I will leave you with that. If you want to connect with me, my email is the wise turtle at gmail.com and my blog is turl t-u-r-i-l dot o-r-g and that's where my podcasts are which you probably knew that um and i'm on twitter and reddit on reddit i'm turl t-u-r-i-l on twitter either the wise turtle or turl cronberg will work and um please do get in touch with me and uh, i'd love to talk to you about any of this Namaste.